Welcome back to the Call Me Later podcast, the only podcast that has successfully set up its own studio in between two beds in a Las Vegas <laughs> apartment or a hotel room, should I say. How's it going, Zach? That was pretty spot on. Dude, we have a j- like a jank rig right now um, in the heart of Vegas. Well, we brought our entire studio to Vegas and we're posted up literally, like you said, on two separate beds with a little side table in between us with mics mounted to it and then something else holding up the rest of our equipment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, um, we're getting the job done. I will say, yeah, we're getting the job done. Uh I'm noticing a lot about our room right now that I didn't notice before. It's but, very plasticky. Uh, yeah, a lot of plastic, right? It's like I think that's just the vibe. But... No, I think it's to keep stains off of stuff. It's easy, <laughs> it's easily wipeable. Do not put a UV lamp in this room. So I I called um, as soon as we got here. I called guest services on my phone um, when we were thinking about how we we're going to possibly set up the studio. And I call and I, I wait on the line and the first thing that comes up, there's like three like robots that answer, right? It's like, you know, we're, we're transferring here, stay in line to listen to somebody, stay in line. They're like making sure you have the patience to actually talk to somebody. They're trying, oh, to, they're filter, trying to get you away. They're trying yeah, to filter yeah, yeah. the people out, right? And then they, and then like on the third like auto message, <laughs> it's like, if you have a gambling problem, <laughs> please call 1-800. And I was just like, wow, that is like the default. It's like they're like playing that before I even talk to a human. It's like I can only imagine Very the conversations. Very interesting for a casino hotel to have that on their answering machine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I stuck with it. And then finally I got to this very nice, sweet-sounding uh, woman that answered the phone. And I, I'm looking at, at like out my window right now. And Zach's you know, in the corner. And I'm just staring off into space. And I was like, hey, so, um, you know, we only have one chair in our room. Uh, is there any chance we can get a second this chair? It was a really funny interaction. I told Zach after I should record it. And uh, she, she says, she says like, oh, I can put in a request. And I was like, okay. Um, you were I was so like, candid with her. You were well, like- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, first off, I was like, oh, yeah, we, we would like it for back support. Because I was like, maybe that puts me in like up a tier. Yeah, we just like to sit a lot. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like we're big sitters. Like, I'm here with another person, like big sit guys. Like, we love to sit horizontally or vertically, you know? Like, we're big vertical you people. Said you said you sleep sitting down. <laughs> you just, like, you don't need the bed. Take the bed, give us a chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I'm talking to her and she's like, okay, I can put in a request. So does that mean I'm going to get a chair or I'm not no, going to get a chair? It means no. <laughs> and then she's not. like, yeah, well, we can't actually move furniture. Okay, so it means I'm not getting it. Well, she's like, I can still put in the request. So I'm not getting a chair. And she's like, yeah, probably not, but it's possible. I was like, okay, well, put in the request. Then And then I came in and she was, I was like, this is not going to happen. Like, I'm, Zach's looking at me and we're both laughing. We're like, yeah, we're not getting a chair. I was like, I, I asked her, can I? Can I go anywhere to get a chair? <laughs> I was like, can I go get a chair myself? And she's like, no, sir. Yeah, she's like, no, sir. You can't do that. I was like, okay, well, please put in the request. Thank you for your time. No, I'm going to politely fuck off. <laughs> I know. We just arrived in Vegas. This is kind of a, uh, what's it What's it called when they go? It's a prequel. Like they're moving back in time or forward in time, but it's back at the same. I don't know. Like, some back to the future shit. I don't know. Either way, we wanted to recount our day to you because we have been, you know, we were uh, reacquainted last night. We were hanging out, having some beers, and we have been in Vegas. We have traveled to Vegas, and we have not been, like, doing this for more than 24 hours. And we have already laughed our asses off at El Jefe, 
Big Jeffy like Big Jeff. 40 times. We were in Las Vegas because of Jeff and he invited us to come along and you know he's he's helping the Larrys out. He's getting us some content. We don't even provoke him and he just does shit and uh, well, it's so funny. It, it goes back to and multiple people have told me this. Um, both of my parents, my mom and dad, their their characters, people have told me their characters straight out of a sitcom. Like oh, yeah. the way that they act totally and how that. animated they are and their interactions are like the, you know, angry, long married, like couple, <laughs> like on like a sitcom, you know, dude, we should, we should rig your house with a sound. I've, I've thought about that many times. Really? Oh, uh, well, you know, like hitting cameras and stuff. It would be straight. Sitcom. Well, dude, how funny would it be when it's like a, it's, it's a Jeff and your mom moment and like, they're just arguing and like. Jeff does something where he can't remember something, and Lisa says something, like, kind of just, I don't know, annoyed. And then someone else cracks a joke, and then you just get a studio audience going, <laughs> Yeah, we could and totally throw that in. It comes from the TV. We could totally throw an applause and, like, audience laughter, and it would totally work. Yeah, but, like, so I've been told that a lot, and I'm just reaffirmed every time I do anything with my father. I'm reaffirmed that, like, this man is, is a character, Right. So, um, we've had a couple different things. He's going to have a top shot card at some point. Yeah. 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 We'll get into that. But, um, I, I think, uh, yeah, if we just kind of recapped the day we, we had so far, start from the top. Yeah. Start from the top. (laughs) uh, We'll rip through it. Um, so we woke up around like noon or so, uh, you know, I made, I made a really nice, (laughs) really nice breakfast sandwich for us. Uh, and after that, we hung out a little bit. We, we packed. Uh, I needed to pack. Zach was pretty much packed. Uh, my mom dropped us off at the airport with my dad, and we were chilling there. And so we get to the airport, and we're figuring out my dad's trying to coordinate and have his friend come. Yeah, a little, little bit of a precursor here. We're, we're not in Vegas alone. It's a pretty big group of people, um, probably like maybe eight of us or so, something like that. Yeah. So we're trying to like get Traveling from different locations. Yeah, trying to get everybody coordinated and everybody together. Yeah, so we have to coordinate like um, because we're all, at least our group was all going together. It was it, we had to coordinate one of our people coming later. That was my dad's, you know, best friend. And so we we figured out a ticket situation. Uh, we got him his ticket, and we're now in the terminal. And I was very like, it felt very weird being in an airport terminal, right? Like everyone had masks on, which was nice, and like there was a good amount of space, but it just felt odd. I think I don't think I've been around that many people and that close to people since the pandemic started, and this is like a year to the date that this shit like really took off. Yeah, like a year to the date, I was flying home from visiting Nicole like on spring break, and that was the last time I was in, on an airplane before. Actually, today, before today, it was like a year ago that I was on an airplane, like in an airport, and walking yeah. through TSA. I don't know. Maybe I just had this preconception that it would be very like strict and regimented like i would go through that scanner thingy that apparently looks at me naked and i would get sprayed down with purell at the same yeah. time like i would just be sanitized like for some reason i assumed that they were wiping everything down like doing all this crazy shit but realistically it was no different than normal tsa everyone just had to wear a mask other than yeah. that it was the same exactly so we had to get our tickets uh we went up to the booth uh we talked to the lady and we that ended was up hype as yeah that, this was nice she hooked us up but our uh, yo shout out darcy um, but 
Darcy like hooked us up with tickets for JetBlue. Darcy and... works at JetBlue. Yo, hit her up. Yeah, yeah. Darcy's a homie. I, I hope you're listening, Darcy. But um, <laughs> yeah, we talking to Darcy, and you know, we're just you know seeing the show with her. She's very laid back, and uh, we're like, hey, we want to get seats to sit together if possible because we weren't assigned seats yet. She put us. She's like, you, you look like strong men. You know, you can be in the emergency exit row. You get extra space, and we're like, hell yeah! Like we totally want to do that. So we signed up for that, and then my dad waddles over. Um, I mean, he has a waddle to him. He he has he definitely has a waddle to him. He has a uh, you know bad hip, bad leg. You know, like he has a little bit of a gait. Said no to Jeff. Yes, but um, he comes over and then he immediately he's like, "Hey, what's your name?" Like, oh, my oh, name's Darcy. Flirting with her he starts flirting with her immediately, the bat, immediately, and the then bat. after he flirts with her a little bit, he's like, "Oh, you know, I need a seat too." And I, and I told him, "Is like, hey." I need to see for this man and his friend who's even well, dude, that bigger. That was the funny part is that he immediately was like, I need to sweet talk this woman when we had already gotten it all set. Yeah. We're like we're good to go. Like we, we, we got us good. They just had to come up when they were ready. Like it yep. was set. And Jeff's like, no, 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 no. We're going to work a little magic. We'll sprinkle a little fairy dust. Here. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to be taking Well, that might've been the reason then- that she canceled the seat in the middle. That's them. yeah. That's a good point. That's a yeah. good point. He definitely so so he, he sprinkled a little extra fairy dust and and Jeff and and his his buddy from college who we're here with too like they're big dudes. They're both over six feet, like over three hundred pounds. Big guys. Yeah. And like, dude, no, whoever was gonna end up in that middle seat, like yeah, they were. So, they were so he does some talking to her, and she ends up like booking the seat in between them as empty. So they end up not having another person in. So, you know, we do... It was the only empty seat on the plane. It was the only empty seat on the plane. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was so wild. Some guy was, like, looking for a seat, too. And he, he had the option to go to, like, a, a one seat or, like, in between Jeff and, and his friend Jimmy. Oh, I take whatever. And he immediately just bailed on Jeff and Jimmy. He's like, those th- look at those thighs. I'm not going to fit in look there. Look at those thighs. <laughs> those are powerful thighs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with those pythons. Yeah. <laughs> So, so we ended up situating ourselves, and after all of us not having our own tickets, we all ended up a row across, and we just dominated the whole emergency exit. Which row. is dope because, like, dude, the the charge for actually selecting your seat—if we had both bought the option to select our own seats to be next to each other—was an additional seventy dollars. It was more than the ticket. It, yes, it was ridiculous, dude. Flights, yo, anyone listening right now, go do something. Like, be safe with COVID. Get your tests. Like, yeah. whatever you have to do, but. She, flights are so if you're vaccinated right send it yeah dude we're flying <laughs> yeah. to and from vegas for 150 dollars. crazy like, th- that crazy. would never happen when we were in the airport jeff in the wild dude they're literally everybody knows everybody knows this everybody knows this you don't leave your bag alone in the airport <laughs> you don't it's on the pa system they say it's like a recorded freaking voice every five minutes don't leave your bag alone yeah everybody knows don't do it Jeff, on the other hand, is willing to leave not his everybody. bag wherever. He like he's like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna leave it there, and then we're all standing in the same unit, and he just doesn't have his shit, and it's like, what? Hang on, hold up, hold up, and then we look over, and his bag is just chilling there alone, and I'm waiting for somebody, anybody, to run over and just grab this thing. Yeah, never happened. But he did it like five times. He did it so many times. And we're just sitting there and I'm like running over to his badge to protect it over and over again. Well, he kept giving us shit for like yelling at him. And it's like, dude, you're going to get like, you're about to get probed. Like you're about to, you're about to get strips. You're about to get probed. Dude, the best part was, is that then we're sitting there and he's finally just chilling next to his bag and he just pulls out this huge container of nuts. And he's like, you boys want some, they were really hot. I don't know what it was. was Ghost pepper nuts. Yeah. You want want some of these ghost pepper nuts? 
Jason, my son, you want some of my nuts? Like, that, that's exactly... Dude, I don't know. It was so funny to me that kept happening. And I'm sure we'll have more Jeffisms like, to talk about. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It was hilarious. Anyway, you can get into us being in Vegas. No, yeah, totally. So we, we get off the flight. It was a great flight overall. Um, and we're in the airport, and we're trying to go to the baggage terminal. So after, you know, we shuffle around a little bit, we make our way to the track, like the tram that um, takes you over to the baggage claim area. And, uh, you know, we're walking over and we see our, our tram. It's red tram A and we, we it's closing. The gates are closing. I was like, oh, like we'll wait for the next one. Jeff goes lightning speed. This guy, man, goes hyperspeed and he just beelines it for the door that's closing. Right. And now I'm like, oh, shit, we're committing. I can't like I can't wait if he's going. So me and Jimmy, Jimmy's your dad's friend. Yeah. We're up in front of you guys because I don't know what you two were talking about. But you were like hashing something out. I think you're figuring out like our Lyft or our Uber back to, like, yeah, to the hotel yeah, yeah. From, the, from the airport. And so we waited for you. Like we saw the doors closing the first time. Okay, we don't want to get on and like have them be all the way across the airport. Yep. Let's just wait. So then uh, for whatever reason, it it paused and then the doors opened again and we had a chance to get on and then as like we're wait, we're still waiting for you guys the doors start to close and i've never seen jeff move this i've seen jeff move fast yeah. for food i've seen him move fast to get on a tram golf and this dude yeah golf yeah he beelines it like jay said for the door hyper speed. and rather than just you know i i legitimately thought that he was gonna get on and this story would be and jeff got lost and jeff and left we it on like, his own yeah that's yeah. what i thought the story was gonna be as it happened no he wedged himself in between the closing doors <laughs> and just ate it if any of you guys just, have been on a subway like the person that like jumps in on the subway and, yeah. sh- and the door on the closing doors he was perfectly in between these doors shoulder to shoulder so you gotta imagine like if you even get a hand between that i don't know what the pain level is but it's not gonna close because it didn't seal yeah this man took one door off one shoulder one door off the other shoulder and was just like Pah! like took it like a champion the door cannot and, handle yes. it and then it fucking opened back up and we're like oh cool we all yep. wandered on. The, Everyone on the walks train. in. A yeah, couple yeah. other people wandered yep. behind us. And so then, you know, five minutes go by, and I'm going to let Jason pick up where I'm leaving off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so we, we get in, and the door is all shut. And we're like, wow, we made it. You know, Of the train. The door yeah, of, of the, the, of the, tra- of the yeah. tram. And, uh, you know, Jeff's sweat, you know, his, his brow sweat a little. He wipes it off. <laughs> like, whew, we made it, boys. I was like, Jeff, that was a that was a crazy play. Like, that was a big move right there. And we're not we're not moving. Um, we're not going anywhere and people are like, why aren't we moving? Right. And I look, I look up at the, um, the messaging like system on the side of the tram and it says doors not shut. Please close doors. Really? That's, and it's going across as a banner, like in that text. Yeah, Yeah. And the reason being was because there was two doors. Yes. So these, if you've ever been in literally any subway system, it's just like an open pit that a train runs through or really any train and you just get on and, the, and it's a tube that the doors open, the doors close, and then you go underground. Right. So in airports and I, this, I've seen this in a lot of places, but it, especially in Las Vegas, they have a multi-door system that basically it's one capsule that kind of blocks you from getting to that open pit when you're kind of waiting to get on the train. And then the other one's the train. And so what Jeff did was he blocked not one, but two sets of doors. Two sets of doors. And yeah. one closed after the fact, 
and the other one did not. So we're <laughs> at a point where everyone on the Amtrak is stuck on this train, but it's not moving because the outer door is yes. stuck. It's like jammed, won't close, whatever yeah. it is. It's just we're delayed. So everyone's like, "What do we do? What do we do?" And everyone kind of assumed eventually it would figure out that the tram's not leaving and it would open or something or like it would close. And it didn't for a little while, a good, good five, 10 minutes. And people would start complaining. They're like, well, the, the people that came on, they, they fucked up the doors. And it's like, yep, yep, they did. Well, we were all joking about it. Cause we're all like, yeah, we totally, we definitely up. messed like, up. Yeah. It's like, we awesome. messed up. So then, you know, the, we're kind of just chilling there waiting. It's probably like maybe a good 10 to 15 minutes or something like that. And, you know, we're checking our bets shooting the shit between ourselves essentially and you know everybody else who's on this freaking train is just hearing us joke about the door and talk about it whatever and so then the doors open the doors close we're like oh they're they're obviously trying to reset the system they're trying to figure it out they're trying to get this thing going and then jason goes you know next time those open we should just leave <laughs> yeah. because there's another there's tram, another tram on, the other side. on the other side that we can get to power move and then within another 20 seconds the doors open very briefly we leave <laughs> and doors, the doors close <laughs> and there's a full tram of people still and on that everyone who else was who was on there we just fucked over and abandoned <laughs> and then we left like, it yes <laughs> we just we were like and our tram what? leaves the other yes. tram leaves and they're just still stuck yes we and were neither like, door is open for them yes and we're like you your destination will now be three hours away <laughs> instead of 20 minutes that is what's happening so we just literally dart across jump on another tram and we're on our way so anyway, Jeff completely <laughs> fucked up these people's these people's day. <laughs> to be honest, he com- he ruined it. It was a cog in the machine. For yes, them. definitely correct. a cog. So then we go on our merry way. Apologies to anyone that was uh, had a hard time because of us. And so Jay orders Uber, and we're we're all you know we're hustling across the airport, whatever. And so we we get to the the Uber. And the first thing Jeff does is bribe the Uber driver to take us to a liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. No, it was hilarious because we get in the car and Jeff's like, we're going to a liquor store. I was like, no, Jeff. I put it in our hotel. And he's like, no, 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 no. no. I, already brought, I already gave $10 to the guy to take us to the liquor yeah. store. I was like, what? What? You did this in all of 20 seconds. Dude, I know. He operates at lightning speed. It was the first thing you did. That was the fastest I've seen Jeff operate. When it came, in between getting into the Amtrak, the tram, right? In between getting to the tram and somehow signing us up to go to a liquor store. Bro, he, I've never seen this man move faster in my life. Bro, he started drinking in the car. He like was he, slamming. He, cr- he cracked the vo- the handle of vodka in the. By the way, the the driver was also named Jeff, so there was a lot yes. of Jeff energy happening in this. In this yes, vehicle. and then so to follow this up, Jeff's best bud Jimmy is just the same human, like whatever. Yeah, and so we end up getting this dude's number to make him our personal driver for that the might come in for clutch. the four days that we're here. That, that was co- smart. But yeah. I, I've just not seen that happen. He was like, give me. He was very receptive. Yeah. He was like, give me 20 minutes anytime and I can pick you up. And I was like, yeah. whoa. That's when we have a $100 Uber to go down the block at 5 a.m. Like that is going to be our guy to just pay 20 bucks to get us 100%, home. 100%. And he said he worked nights too. Yeah, exactly. And we're not going to be really going too many places, not at night. So yeah. That was a power move. But so we made friends with the driver. We made it back to the hotel. We're staying at the Flamingo Resort. Um, it looks pretty cool. We 
you know, we engaged. It was a Ferris wheel outside. We, we have a pretty nice hotel room, uh, lots of plastic. And, uh, yeah, we had some shenanigans Lots of tonight. easily wipeable surfaces. Lots of easily wipeable surfaces. surfaces. But, yeah, we, we, we explored the, the hotel slash casino a little bit tonight. Lost some money, and um, I think we're ready to party. I think I think this is going to be a hell of a trip. Day Vegas day one, baby. Dude, Ve- Vegas day point five. All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for right now. Go check out at Larry underscore pod. We appreciate you guys. Live, love, Larry. As a wise man once said, do something, call me Larry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Yeah, blue, I just flew in, just flew in, uh, just flew in, uh, just flew in, uh, just flew in. Uh,